Yeah. You did. Well, you the thing is, I, I did go through that uh, mourning period. But, mm-hmm. uh, but again, I my dreams, when your dreams are greater than your fears, when your dreams are bigger than anything else that's going on in your life, which it should be, you can overcome anything. Wow, I like that. Say that again, Joe, just for our audience in case they missed it. When your dreams are bigger than greater. your fears or bigger than any kind of distraction that you can have in the future and disappointment, you will accomplish anything. Wow, that's powerful. The challenge with most people is the dream is not defined. They don't fall in love with it. And the first sign of adversity, the first sign of distraction, uh, they're on to something else, right? And they don't understand when you have that foundation built. And that is really the foundation to anything we accomplish in life is we have to have that foundation. You're in real estate, Gordon. Yes, you know, yes. Uh, you sell, you've sold a lot of homes in your life, and you've seen mm-hmm. it. If that foundation of that home is not built, it's not going to last, right? Right, it's, right. It's susceptible to the, to the universal forces. Um, so anyways, uh, make a long story short, I sat back. It was like losing your first girlfriend, your first love. Um, I, you know, and I had to feed my family. I do. I had a lot of goals to accomplish, a lot of dreams to accomplish. My partner and I uh, uh, ran cattle. Uh, who was my uh, business partner? Uh, up, in, you know, a well-respected guy up until that time, and um, uh, we decided to partner up. We went in and uh, looked at a number of uh, companies and started with a company in 1999. Uh, I recognize that to play in the big leagues as an entrepreneur, you got to go international. I also recognize, Gordon, I could visualize it like it was yesterday, that mm. the Internet was going to change everything. It was going to create massive wealth in this business as an entrepreneur, and it will allow us to communicate faster, better, quicker around the globe. I started recognizing that. And I was bothering the management team. We've got to go international. We've got to take advantage of what's going to happen. We've got to be in the front end of this curve. So what the company decided to do is launch a brand-new company that was going to go global. And that's how, because I was the top income earner there, asked us for our support, and we started in 2001. So we segued into this new, new brand, and uh, that's where we are today. Wow, since 2001. You guys have really stood the test. You know, Joe, I, um, I'm not sure if you know this. Obviously, you know that um, um, one of my models is surround yourself only with people uh, who can lift you up. And, and you and Dan, I, I've been watching for, for the longest time. Um, you guys are absolutely incredible. Over, over a million distributors, I believe. Uh, and you know, I don't know how many countries. You guys are all around the world. You talk about um, international growth. You've done that. You've impacted thousands, if not tens of thousands of um, people uh, all around the world. Um, I'm not sure if you know this. My first time I was ever at a network marketing presentation was right here in Don Mills. And uh, the person that did the presentation from the front of the room was um, your Dan business Cattle. partner, Dan Cattle. And I still yeah. remember to this day, uh, he, he was saying that, you know, I went from rags to Jags. Yeah. So, you know, association, could you, could you talk a little bit about that, the, the power of associating with the right people? 
uh, it, it's it's critical uh, in life to you know to become the best. You got to surround yourself with the best. Uh, you want to become a millionaire. You got to surround yourself with with a millionaire. You know Anthony Robbins in Unlimited Power, which was the first really self-help book that I read, uh, and he has a whole chapter on modeling, and his philosophy was uh, that you find someone, you want to be successful, find someone in your field that's successful and just duplicate him or her. Hmm. Duplicate their actions, duplicate their mindset, their philosophy, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And it's law that you do that, you would get the same result. So I recognize even going back to the club days with all these people that I, that I was be at the club level, the members there, I was being mentored by them. I didn't know it at the time. Um, but I wanted to be like them. I wanted the freedom, right? I wanted mm. – uh, so they opened my eyes to what is possible. And that's the other thing. For example, Dan is a multi-multi-millionaire. Uh, you know, he's a snowbird. He goes down to Florida. He's got a, a beautiful property down in southern Florida. And just in his area, there are more billionaires per capita in the wintertime there than anywhere in the world. Wow. The reason why he bought in that area because he wanted to surround himself with billionaires. That It's the same philosophy. You become the, the people, like the people you surround, spend the most time with and get the most advice from. That's incredible, Joe. You know, uh, one of the things that you know, I'm working on a book called The Billionaire Mindset. And uh, in that book is going to be interviews of uh, individuals who, who are billionaires. So it sounds like I may have to get Dan to invite me to his place in Florida and rub shoulders with some of these billionaires. <laughs> so, you know, well, all kidding is... Just, uh, just before, because this is a really important topic, Gordon. Yeah. If you yep. just go and look at the opposite in life, right? Yes. In, in Canada, for example, especially in Toronto when you're building the city, in... Uh, in the 70s and 80s, they made a conscious effort to build social housing where the middle class was. Hmm. If they recognized it, they just put an area of social housing in one corner, like they have across many cities around the world. Those, those kids, that environment starts to get into more crime, et cetera, hmm. et cetera, right? Yes. Yes. Well, what happened is they started moving those social housing into middle class. And here in Oakville, which is a suburb of Toronto, I can remember when they did that to us. And these mm -hmm. kids started going to our school. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was incredible. It was like culture shock for us. They were tougher. Mm -hmm. They were street smart, all that stuff. But because they mixed in with us really well, it did so much for those kids, right? Wow, it was it, incredible. It, incredible uh, and it's a well-known fact you know if you some if you have families and generations of welfare they're they're living in areas that have predominant welfare people right mm. and to get outside of that mindset you have to get outside of the mindset to change to change and, and surround yourself with people with possibility thinkers the people that are that are getting the results in life right uh, absolutely that that that's a really good um that's really good thought there, Joel. Right. So again, association is so important, and and in business, who you associate with is so important because you know the empowerment radio show. Individuals like you come on, you inspire, you motivate, and and that's and that's what we need because 
you know, there are people, there are people out there that are probably sitting at home feeling sorry for themselves. Um, you know, you've heard this before when there's a party, some people, they just, they have a pity party. Uh, and so again, just the mindset surrounding yourself with the right people. Is so important. Joe, I want to, I want to go a little on what you said about when you were at the club, uh, everything kind of led you possibly to where you are today. Um, you know, the things that you learned, uh, there and, and the time freedom you were looking for. Tell us a little bit about that right now. Like, I mean, we could talk about all the successes about your company. That, that's not really what, what I want to talk about today because we know it. We can read about it on Forrest Magazine. We can read about it in, in uh, Fortune. Uh, your company, uh, how can I put it? You know, Facebook was number three and you guys are number one. That's, that's, a, that's an astronomical achievement, Joel. But more important than that, what has that done for you and your family in terms of um, uh, time and freedom? You talked about travel. Like, do you, do you actually travel? I remember there was a time I was so broke, Joe. For me, there was a time I was so broke. For me, going to Hawaii was watching Hawaii Five O on TV. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, the blessing, uh, uh, Gordon, um, it's amazing how we grow up uh, determines a lot of our actions when we're older, right? So my parents are immigrants from um, uh, Europe, they came here in the early 60s before I was born. And, you know, to have a, a great life, a middle-class life, they had, they had uh, two full-time jobs plus a, uh, a full-time business, cleaning business. So I started working at the age of seven cleaning mm-hmm. offices. And so because of their schedule, you know, a lot of times uh, we would see them maybe an hour a day, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So as, we grew old, as I grew older... I recognize that as an adult, I said to myself, when I have kids, I'm going to have all the free time in the world because mm. I'm going to have the money, I'm, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> and that's when I had that defining moment when I bought my franchise and was having a first son. I go, oh, my God, this is not what I want. Because I remembered as a kid me thinking what kind of life I wanted, right? So it all started way back when I was growing up. Um, so what this industry has, has done for me because of the residual income, uh, it's, it's all because of the, it's the freedom. Both mm. my kids have grown up with both their parents at home. We've traveled the world. I can remember when my daughter was 11 years old and we decided to go to Paris for Christmas mm. uh, for the whole month of December. And, you know, Paris at Christmas is one of the most beautiful cities in the world, you know, at Christmas yes. time. So mm-hmm. we rented a, 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 at a flat there, uh, had a great time. And uh, midway, about a week or two weeks into it, my daughter came to me and said, Daddy, I'm bored. I want to go back home. And I thought, Vanessa, we are in Paris in Christmas time. You know how many kids would love to be or adults? They would just die for it, right? situation right now. And I thought about it, and, you know, I don't blame her because she, she, in her first 10 years of her life, that's all she knows. Hmm. You know, that was, I think, her third time in Paris. Uh, we, we traveled the world. Um, it was just normal for her, right? And that's when I thought, yes, this is, I remembered when I got into my 20s and I remembered my initial goals, and I thought, this is, this is what life's all about. So the business has created that time freedom. You know, I was dropping my uh, daughter off in university this morning. She came home and I had to mm. drop her off. 
and I got had to get up at five this morning ago. I can't remember the last time I got up at five in the morning, mm. uh, but I couldn't believe how many people were on the road. I could yes. not believe it was like, oh my God, people do wake up real early just to get into the city and travel, right? And that's been yes. the greatest blessing where I built this massive business over $2 billion in sales in 15 years. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Give me, give me that number again. Did you say $2 million or did you say $2 billion with a B? With a B. Wow. And uh, I, I basically have done it with an iPhone. That's my primary. It's amazing what technology can do for you now. Uh, you know, a home, line, a home office line, a fax. I still have a fax and a printer and a copier. That's how I run my business. It's amazing wow. uh, how technology, going back when we launched in 2001, and I was so right with regards to what the Internet was going to do. You know, when I was traveling in 2001, 2, 3, 4, pioneering all these, these markets around the globe, I was the first one in going into the trenches, places like China and Russia and throughout Europe and Asia, uh, even before the company even thought about going in those markets. And I would bring these massive laptops, um, you know, cell phones, it was difficult wow. to use cell phones because in a lot of areas you couldn't get uh, reception and you had to use SIM cards. And then we gravitated. Now, it's amazing. I can take my iPhone and do presentations on it, uh, uh, do everything on it, and that's all I use for my business. It's incredible what technology has done. It is, isn't it, Joe? Technology's made our life so much easier. Joe, let me ask you this, okay? Let me ask you this. You know, the successes that you've had, we know the successes that you've had. What about, what about the lives of the folks that have come into your life? Have they, been able, have, have, have they been able to experience some of the successes you have? Not necessarily here at home where, you know, we've got so much going for us. But, you know, you take folks in third world countries who have absolutely nothing. Like what, what kind of results have, uh, have, have some of these folks been able to experience as a result of working with you and your company? Well, Gordon, it's, it's a transformation for me. You know, initially as a younger man, I came in because the whole thought process is about me, how much money I can make, the lifestyle for my family, et cetera, et cetera, right? What really got me, you know, those aha moments was the, the, my ability to impact other people's lives globally. You know, mm. let's face it, in business, and most businesses out there, it's all about yourself and how much money you can make. There's really no value in giving back. It's just you're providing a service or whatever it is, right, uh, or selling something. Uh, what impacted me was the directly and indirectly the amount of people that we've impacted globally. Um, mm. And what I started in the philosophy and the culture we put in and the training other people started duplicating it, and it's led to you know, massive wealth globally for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone into um, cities and little villages where uh, some of our, you know, one of our um, top reps, business partners, she donated a half a million dollar check to Sick Kids Hospital in wow. Richmond, B.C., in Canada, right? Richmond, B.C., okay. okay. She was born in China. And her dream was to move to Canada, uh, and she was able to do that five years ago because of the business. And she gave a check for five hundred thousand. 
And I wow. thought, wow, wow, look what I started and what people are doing here. You know, and, so that's incredible. Let her know there's a sick kids hospital here in Toronto as well. What's that? Let her know there's a sick children's hospital here in Toronto as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's so incredible. I was um, really, um, you know, that that's the greatest part of the business. Greatest part of being an entrepreneur is where you can am- impact people's lives and you see the results. You know, based on the philosophy, culture, training, and system. That's, that's incredible. Joe, you know, um, you and I have a, a few things in common, and, and that's really love for, for our family as well. And um, I remember you sharing a picture on Facebook in a specific spot in Hong Kong, and it's got a picture of you and your son um, uh, in that picture. And, and, you know, this could be another interview, but I know your son has done some incredible things as a young entrepreneur as well. But ironically enough, uh, just uh, about a year ago, uh, I was at exactly the same spot where you and your son took a picture, where I took a picture uh, with my son, and that's kind of neat because you know, you know, today, today there's actually a huge typhoon in Hong Kong right now, and 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 floods are everywhere. Some of the streets are turned into streams and rivers. Places are getting destroyed. Um, you know, some people's lives are probably going to be turned upside down, and sometimes that's exactly what happens in business, right? It's when we least expect things to happen we get typhoons we get all kinds of things like disasters that happens uh in our business and and i wanted maybe just to get you to 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 end with sharing uh what do you think are some of the 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 biggest challenges people have in their direct sales network marketing business or even just as an entrepreneur what derails them and what what would you think would be the key for them to stay on course to do well because, um, you know, you're going to have all kinds of people say network marketing doesn't work, direct sales doesn't work, residual income doesn't work. But here I am talking to someone that I've known and have a lot of respect for and you defy the odds and you've made that work not only for yourself but for so many individuals and leaders uh, in, your, in your company, in your organization. So I know that's a, that's a mouthful. Uh, but you know, could you share with us what, what you think are some of the disasters that could happen in someone's business? How to avoid those? Like, how do you avoid them, and and how do you continue to succeed? Well, there, there is. It's actually, uh, uh, if I take you back again, I've, I've probably discussed this a couple of times in this podcast. First thing, and it, and and this is in order, Gordon. When mm-hmm. you First thing is one needs to define very clearly what they want in life, very clearly. Um, you know, we don't have the time to go into this, but, um, you know, the, the universe, the subconscious mind, we're connected to everything that is. And if one does not know clearly what they want, other outside forces will give you what you don't want. That's the first thing. It's clearly define what you really want in life. Mm. Okay, the universe works in exact, precise, um, you know, mythology. You know, uh, if, if you're not defining what you want in life, outside forces will for you. Mm. And that's the first step. The second thing is you need to, okay, uh, uh, going back to the first one, I've already talked about you need to also fall in love with that dream. Mm. Okay, so the second thing 
is you need to make a commitment. As, mm-hmm. I, as, as you recall, early on this podcast, I shared, I went home and I made a 100% commitment that I would never think about quitting. Mm-hmm. That provided me a power, uh, Gordon, that I didn't realize at the time. But if you think about it, you know, when our parents emigrated here and we grew up, uh, at that time in the 70s, for example, someone were to ask your dad for some money, a family mm. relative, a friend, or whatever, he, he didn't go and write down contracts. He'd give the money to someone, and they would pay them back. Because mm. the, word, the word was king. Yes. Somehow yes. we have lost that over the years. Mm. Well, for me, my word was king. I, you know, I not only made a commitment to myself, I made a commitment to my wife, my family. Uh, and I understood for anyone to succeed in life, especially in athletics, you know, when I got that scholarship, it was all about because I made a commitment. A commitment. Go, and that's the, really the difference with a lot of people, the difference between the gold, silver, medalist, a professional athlete today, the ones that make it to pro, they're working out once, twice mm. a day. They're not missing a day. Even in the summertime, yes. they're constantly working on their craft because uh, they, know, they know that makes a huge difference in results. Yes. This is how we have to apply that in our life. And the third thing is you have to have a system in place every day, not every other day, to keep you on track. Because there will mm. be, there will be distractions. There will be disappointments, and how you deal with those disappointments and distractions will define you. And the thing is, here's the thing that I noticed, Gordon, in my life, is because I've been so focused in life that I've had a lot less distractions, a lot less of these major moments. And I don't want to send out to the universe and, and bring him. It's not arrogant. Mm. Is I've had a lot less of that because of my focus. Mm. Or, in a lot of cases, it's because of my mindset. All these things mm. happen, I'm just moving on, right? And so you have to have a system in place every single day that keeps you on track. So number one, for me, is I've read every single day. I'm always feeding my mind with great things. Number mm. two, my goals are all, always with me. They're in my car, they're in my office, they're in my bedroom. So that, I would visually would see them all the time. Third thing is I would visualize, spend 10 minutes a day meditating and visualize that I've already achieved that goal. Critical every single day. Fourth thing is I got myself in the position that I've already achieved that goal. I had, you know, for example... So let's say someone's car, uh, goal is a car, right? Let's say they want to mm-hmm. buy a Lexus or, you know, Mercedes or whatever. I would tell them what you need to do is you need to feel that leather. You need to get yourself in a situation where you're experiencing it well before you achieved it. If you uh, want a dream home, go on and look at these million-dollar homes or whatever home it is on Sundays, on Saturdays with your family and feel it. Go into these homes and pretend that, for that mm. brief moment, 10 minutes, that you already uh, have achieved it. That's, that's your home, right? So when mm. you're able to do that and you're feeling it, it, that creates momentum in your life. That, that embeds that into your subconscious mind. 
That's incredible. Joe, you know. I'm always sharing affirmations every time, every time. I can go into this for hours, right? Because here's the picture why it's important to do it every day, Gordon. Like an athlete. You know, these athletes that were training for the Olympics, for example, recent Olympics, they were training. The ones that got gold medals, silver medals, bronze, even the top ten, they were training every single day. Hmm. Every single day. Here's the reason why we have to do the same thing. If NASA did an, a, an experiment a couple of years ago, and you can find it online, where they took a bunch of astronauts and they put these concave glasses on, their, on these astronauts. The challenge was is these goggles had them look upside down 24-7. Hmm. So they want to, so NASA did that to test what would happen when they're up in, in, the, uh, in space and how the body would react going, you know, being upside down, that kind of stuff for a long period of time. Anyways, mm-hmm. you know in that experiment that each one of them, after 26 days, started seeing right side up with the goggles on. Wow, that's incredible. They did a second experiment where they changed it by one day, different astronauts, where each one of those astronauts had to take the glasses off day 15. Hmm. and then start all over again. You know that on the second experiment, each one of those astronauts started seeing right side up 26 days after, minimum, wow. after they missed that one day. That's so incredible. I thought in wow. my experiment, from my experience, I figured that to be really true in my life and the people I worked with. The ones hmm. that can focus long enough, see, that first experiment, so let's say you were involved in that experiment, Gordon, and you had mm-hmm. these glasses on. What would you think, be thinking about? I can't wait till this is over. I want to see right side up. It's making me sick. I can't do mm-hmm. anything, right? Your whole thought process and focus is how to get these glasses off. You can't wait till it's over. So what ends up happening is through the process, the mind and the subconscious mind developed enough neural pathways in the brain by day mm-hmm. 26 to see right side up. Wow. However, by missing one day in the second experiment, those neural pathways had to start all over again, just wow. one day. So hmm. as an entrepreneur, it's not going half in. Uh, if you fall in love with your dream, it's not going half in. You've got to apply these principles every single day. And if that doesn't wow. scare you, <laughs> hmm. you know, with what I shared with you, especially now, in today's world, Gordon, I know we've gone a lot longer than we thought we were going yes. to. Yeah, but you know, Joe, amazing nuggets from you. So keep, keep going, my friend. I, you know, 20, in today's 21... world, as you know, Gordon, it's even more distractions. Mm-hmm. You just go on Facebook today, particularly in the Western Hemisphere, what are people talking about? They hate Hillary and they hate Donald Trump. Mm. And you go on the TV now, it's all about that election. Uh, and yes. all the, you know, the economy is going crazy, whatever. So people, so many distractions and so many programming that's going on, we as entrepreneurs need to understand that we got to guard our mind from that stuff and stay focused. And that's the system that I've used all these years, learning to stay focused on where I'm going. That's incredible. The last thing, so what- the last thing I want to share with you, and this is even more important, uh, is... Mm-hmm. Whatever I've done in the past, I've kept in mm-hmm. the past. You know, um, too many entrepreneurs 
make a living by going up on stage and doing things on stuff they've done five, ten years ago. Mm. And that, for me, what I have done, I've experienced a lot, uh, traveled more than 50 countries, had an incredible life, but mm -hmm. I've left that in the past. My whole focus is what I can do now and where I'm going in the future. Leave that stuff in the past. It's good to say, okay, it's happened, it's great, it's fantastic, but I'm moving forward constantly because the power that I have today is in the now, what I'm thinking about now, where I'm going, which will affect my future. That's amazing, Joe. Thank, thank you so much. You know, and that's one of the reasons why uh, I was so excited about having you on, uh, on this interview, right? It's all about focusing clarity. And the, the folks we want to have on the Empowerment Radio Show, Joe, are obviously individuals, not someone who's done it 10 or 15 years ago, like you said, but somebody who's still crushing it in whatever uh, field they're in today. Because somebody asked me recently, like, what's an expert? Because it's so easy. Everyone calls themselves an expert these days. And I remember one of my mentors years ago said that an ex is a has-been and a spurt is a drip under pressure. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I obviously don't want to be an expert. I'll send that to you. And then, you know, again, you know, two billion with a B. Uh, Tony Robbins' success, Tony Robbins' success leaves clues. And to me, what you're doing leaves a lot of clues of uh, someone who's not only successful 10 years ago, but someone who's successful today, living the dream all around the world. You know, your focus, your clarity, your passion just actually comes through. And, and for the folks who are, you know, listening today, I, I would highly recommend that you download this and you listen and you listen and we listen to it again, right? Uh, go to iTunes, subscribe on iTunes, the Empowerment Radio Show. Get this Today's episode, you know, give us a like, give us a five-star uh, rating, <laughs> right? If um, if you love what Joel talked about today, give us. If you don't like what, comment anyways, right? And uh, find out, find out from Joel, like what is it? What is it that took him from this young uh, teenager with a dream uh, to play uh, in the NHL, who went on to a NCAA um, scholarship to play soccer? And one of the things that I look for today, when when I, you know, for business, for people that I do business with, is two things: integrity and loyalty. And when I look at athletes, Joe, I would recruit an athlete on my team any day. You've been there, right? An athlete in a dressing room, wow. When you're in that dressing room, when you're in, lock, that, in that locker room, there are things that are said in the locker room that stays in the locker room, right? But the, 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 um, the loyalty, the support that they build for each other is absolutely incredible. It's almost, it's almost like a lost art. You know, Joel said earlier, there was a time with our parents, if you shook someone's hand, it was gold, right? Today, you know, who cares about the piece of paper it's written on? Um, and, and, that's, and that's one of the reasons why, Joe, I think you have been such a huge success with what you do. Uh, my question for you, Joe, is any final thoughts that you could leave with our listeners? And is there a way if they wanted to get in touch with you, what would be the best way, Joe, for them to, um, to get in touch with you? You know, uh, Gordon, I um, I just love sharing value of stuff that's worked for me. Mm -hmm. um, if if people would have saw me, you know, I don't want to um, be self-deprecating here, but um, uh, or sound like um, you know uh, very arrogant at all. But back in my early days, and like I said, in the scale of one to ten, I was really a minus ten. Hmm. Um, 
but anybody, doesn't matter where your background is, what you've done in the last 10, 15 years, how much you've struggled or not struggled, um, you can accomplish anything you put your mind to, provided that you fall in love with your dream. Hmm. And then all of the steps that I've shared with you, and you ultimately will get the same results. So no matter what your background is, where you've gone to, what you've done, how much struggles, your day can start today. Your day can start today. God does not make junk, Gordon. God I love that, Joe. Yeah. And to get in touch with me, uh, they can reach me uh, the email at yjoegarcia, so W-H-Y-J-O-E-G-A-R-C-I-A at gmail.com. I love that, Joe. You know, whyjoegarcia.com, folks. You guys heard it, right? Whyjoegarcia.com. Again, success leaves clues. Joe, I'm going to finish with this. You know, one thing I love about you talking about consistency, I still remember whyjoegarcia.com. When you first created that, that, that domain, that website, that presence, and that picture of you, do you remember that picture of you by that cafe? Like you, you, that, um, where was that? Where was that taken? It was in Germany, got, Germany. Yeah, I mean, it's beautiful. I've been thinking, man, wouldn't it be nice if I could actually reenact, right, because success leaves clues. If Joel's doing it, I want to do it too. And I was in Germany a couple of years ago, and probably not the same street, but similar street. And I tried to take a picture and emulate that, and it didn't come out as well as, 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 um, as yours, so I never posted it. But I got to tell you, you have been a tremendous inspiration to me. And I hope today that, um, uh, you know, the, for the folks who are listening today, that you've been able to be empowered, inspired by Joe's story. And you're going to go out there and live your passion, like find your passion and live it and just go out and, and achieve your goals and dreams. So, Joe, thank you again for being on here. Uh, I'd love to have you back on here again and maybe you know, talk about um, how do you really manifest your, your goals and your dreams? Because, you know, you talked about earlier how you were able to do it, write it down, and then 10 years later, the majority of everything you put down, if not everything you actually put down on paper, actually happened. And on the reverse, there are people who have done that and have been a total disaster. So obviously, there's, there's a science to that. You've done it. You lived it. And, my, favorite, uh, my favorite topic? Mm-hmm. But uh, I can um, I can say one thing, Gordon, is because I hung out with you in the early days too, you know. So you're <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you, Joe. And that's what it is, right? It's it's how do we? It's not just what we do today, but the legacies together that we can uh, you know leave for the future with the folks we uh, impact and um, you know our, our kids and our families as well. So yeah, Joe, thank you so much, and I want to thank our uh, listeners for. Uh, for for being on to 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 the show and um, you know uh, our next uh, show you may hear Randy Goodman our our our, um, our founder of uh, Empowerment Radio Show back back here again and and uh, hopefully um, uh, if she liked um, uh, this this interview enough uh, maybe I'll have the opportunity fortunate opportunity for her to have me back here hosting Joe or some of her other. Uh, exciting uh, entrepreneurs and speakers we'll have back here in the Empowerment Radio Show again. Thank you, everyone. Joel, thank you so much uh, for taking the time to be with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Empowerment Radio Show. Want more empowerment from Randy Goodman? Stay up to date and follow Randy on Twitter at Randy Connects. 
That's Randy with an I. Remember to use hashtag EWTS, which is short for Empowering Women to Succeed. Or visit TorontoWomensExpo.com.